Happy New Year everyone, my name's Steve and I'm from Hope Springs Church and I'm here today with the first episode of our latest series, Living Visible. I'm going to take a few moments um, today just to explain a little bit about what we mean by Living Visible, look at how we could potentially do that and also unpack a little bit about what we're going to be looking at in the next few weeks when we start to explore how each of us can live visible and look at the possibility that if we do, um, 2021 could potentially be the best year yet. So we hope you enjoy it today. If you do, please share it with friends, family, neighbours, people that you think will encourage, and let's get right into it. So I am still here, although your inability to see me is kind of being used for dramatic effect as part of this series, unless you're listening on podcasts, in which case your inability to see me is just the fact that you are listening and not watching. Um, but I want to pose a question to you. Does anyone fancy changing the world, or at least maybe not the world, but maybe your world? I mean, after the year we've had, I'm pretty sure that there's a fair few of us that potentially would be up for that. And the issue we face is very seldom a desire to change the world, and often it's more about how we actually go about doing that. And our aim with this series is to try and give some practical ways that you and I can, can affect genuine, sustainable change in the places and the spaces that we live. Their aim is to inspire and to equip so that maybe, just maybe, little by little, where you live, where I live, starts to resemble a bit more like heaven on earth than it does right now. So how do we go about doing that then? Well, like any good Sunday school kid, my answer is always gonna be Jesus. However, the difference being, I'm not gonna use the answer as some kind of nice Mickey Mouse plaster that's used on a severed leg or a gunshot wound. But over the next few moments, I'd like us to fix our attention onto Jesus. Not just as our answer to the question, how do we change the world, but also as our example about how we change the world. You see, Jesus changed the world and is inviting us to do exactly the same. Jesus came to earth in a volatile, tense and challenging context that was probably not too dissimilar to the world we are experiencing right now. And in the con that context, in the context that we are experiencing right now, Jesus showed people what God was like and he showed people what God wanted to do. It says in Colossians 1 verse 15 that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. It says in Acts 10:38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. You see, Jesus appeared and came as the image of God. And in the world that he came into it was full of fear, doubt and uncertainty about what God was like. Jesus came as the perfect picture, the perfect view of what he was like. And in doing so, it inspired faith and it inspired hope and it inspired peace and confidence about who God was and what his intentions were. And Jesus didn't just come to show people what God was like, he demonstrated it too. And where there was pain and suffering and, and, and injustice and, and hatred and division and isolation, Jesus came with healing and freedom and reconciliation. And he changed the world that he lived in. By appearing on earth and coming to earth, Jesus basically pulled the world to himself, wrapped his arms around it and whispered, it's all going to be okay, I'm here now. And it was much better than okay, wasn't it? When we see the countless miracles and countless things that Jesus did in his 33 years on earth, he clearly was more significant than okay. 
But then we have this moment, don't we? This moment when the image of the invisible God became invisible himself. And now what do we do? Now I'm sure all of us at some point have thought, well it's okay for those people that live when Jesus to walk the earth because they had a physical, tangible and visible Jesus to run to. I mean I'm sure he kicked Covid's ass, no problems at all. Race injustice, piece of cake. Physical disharmony, I mean, who even cares, we've got Jesus. But what about us now? In 2021, what do we do? Do we panic? Do we kind of reminisce about the days gone by? Do we hide? Do we kind of have this vague dream about what could be in the future? Well, Jesus actually planned for this moment. The moment when we feel like we need him here and now more than ever before. And he talks about it in John 16, verse 5. He's talking to his disciples and he says, But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Now, if you're like me, in the times we live in, I can absolutely resonate with that. Because why did you leave earth? I mean, that, that, that just sucks, mate. Come on, why did you leave earth? Because we need you here and now in 2021. We need you to intervene in our broken and screwed up world. But we have Jesus that apparently sees things slightly differently than you and I and the disciples at the time. Because he carries on in John 16 and says, Nevertheless, I'll tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Now, Jesus not only thinks that it's okay that he goes, he actually thinks it's to our betterment. That he is under the impression that it's better for us that he goes away. I mean, come on, seriously. How is it better for me that Jesus is not present here and now? How is it better for the world we live in in 2021? How is it better for the situations we are facing here and now that Jesus is not here to deal with them? Now come on Jesus, I'm not convinced that, that it's better. But Jesus is adamant. And he carries on, he says, For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So Jesus is saying that it's better because it's, it means the helper, the Holy Spirit will come. So why does that make it better? To understand the reason Jesus was so emphatic about it being to our advantage that he went away, we need to look at the name given to the Helper, the Holy Spirit, when Jesus introduces them. And we have this word parakletos, which basically means intercessor, counsellor, advocate or comforter. And even in those few words there, we already start to see why Jesus felt the Holy Spirit being with each one of us was better than a single physically restricted Jesus walking here and visible on earth. Because it provided a comforter to support us each along the way, an intercessor to intervene on our behalf. But actually as we start to dig even deeper into this word parakletos, we start to see a real richness about what Jesus was suggesting and what Jesus was implying about and start to see why this was to our advantage that he go. Because we see that a parakletos is someone that's summoned to call to one side, that especially to come to one's aid. That in the widest sense is a helper, an aider and an assistant. And specifically regarding the Holy Spirit, that he came to take the place of Christ with the apostles and the disciples when Jesus ascended to the Father. To take the place of Christ with us in 2021 to be able to lead them and us into a deeper knowledge of the gospel, of the truth. And to give us divine strength 
needed to enable us to undergo what Jesus called them as the disciples and us to do, including the strength to undergo persecution, which we all say amen to. See, the Holy Spirit came to comfort and support us and to help us, and this is significant, to help us to do what Jesus had called us to do. Jesus could never be with each one of us all the time in a physical body. He was limited by time and space like we are. But by sending the Holy Spirit, the Father made it possible for us to never be alone again. To always have someone by our side in the most challenging and difficult moments, helping us, supporting us, challenging us, a comforter, a leader, a friend. The Holy Spirit came to help us continue to do what Jesus started, to change the world. Jesus never intended the work he did to be looked back on in some kind of strange, nostalgic therapy. In fact, he actually told his disciples in John 14, Very nice to tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. I mean, greater works, Jesus, that, that's a big statement. And greater works than Jesus. The Jesus who healed the sick, who freed the oppressed, who comforted the broken, and who challenged an empire. And yet we can hear Jesus say, yeah, greater than that. And then the really fascinating thing about this is he then goes on to tell us why it's greater than that. And it says, because I, Jesus, am going to the Father. And we've just read before, haven't we, that because he went to the Father, that meant the Holy Spirit could come, the Comforter could come, the Helper to come, could come, to enable us to continue the work that Jesus did, to be image bearers of the invisible God, to live visible, and as it says in Matthew 5:16, to let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven, i.e your father who is in the invisible place. You see, Jesus never wanted us to hide away or disappear or be unseen. Jesus wanted us to carry on the work that he began, to go about doing good and healing all who oppressed the devil, to be image bearers of what God looks like in heaven. Now that's an enormously grand thing to be asked to do, but because the Holy Spirit is with us, we are able to carry on and do the greater works that Jesus called us to do. To live visible, to live in a way that it reveals the heart and nature and character and intentions of God. That in 2021, we have the possibility to not be disappearing, to not be retreating, but to be on the front foot and go, I'm gonna live in a way that's visible, I'm gonna live in a way that shows what God is like. So the next few weeks, what we're hoping to do is to show specific ways that we can do this. Starting right at home with our family and our children and our partners, maybe our neighbors, our extended family, but reaching right out to perhaps people that are um, vulnerable or prisoners or our enemies um, or even just strangers, but to look at how we can live visible and live intentional and live loving lives that let our light shine before men that they may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven, that we have the possibility to change the world.